Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 37 of the Tilton to the podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Welcome, welcome back everyone. If you haven't already figured out, there's a slightly different format and there is a, a very annoying reason to that and a very, how would you say it, Faze? I would say almost fitting. Yeah, it's quite uh, yeah. after last week. Yeah, I would say so. So if you've been listening to previous episodes, bit of a running joke, any any kind of sniffle or anything leads to COVID. Funnily enough, I've tested positive for COVID this week, so I'm currently in isolation, which is why we're recording this remotely. So mm. apologies for the sound quality, if it's not up to par to what uh, your lovely listeners are used to. But yeah, I tested positive this week. <laughs> I know. After all How of that, fitting after last week, basically, uh, when we were recording the last episode, you must have genuinely been positive for COVID as we were j- making those jokes. Yeah, which, probably, uh, probably, ironically, pretty mad. Yeah, ironically, but wow, yeah. So I'm in isolation. My isolation ends on Chris on Christmas Eve. So yeah. still got a few more days to go. And luckily, it's not over Christmas Christmas Day, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got it. COVID's got me. But positive is the tilt and two are back. There's nothing stopping us from getting back. that content out. So ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no river wide enough. Ain't no valley low enough to stop the tilt and two getting content out to you, baby. Yeah, nice. Thank Very you. Nice. Thank you. I wanted, uh, I wanted a bit more of an isolation week, that is. That's the COVID, mate. That's the COVID. That's the that brain fog. That's that is. That is I was hoping over. more of a reaction from you, to be honest. I thought you were going to laugh a little. No, don't you know, worry. I'm impressed. Off. I'm impressed. Right, skip over that real quick. Okay, how's your week been? <laughs> I can tell you, yeah, mine's I mean, been. <laughs> I know exactly. It's kind of uh, yeah. It's had the knock-on effect, I guess. My week's basically consisted of making sure I'm testing negative each day. I know. Uh, it's <laughs> funny because. Last week after, so again, if you weren't listening to last week's episode, I had my Christmas party on a Friday and that's where I'm pretty sure I got COVID. The old and plague. Exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, I just thought I had like a three-day hangover, to be honest. And it wasn't until I spoke to a friend on the phone who actually was, t- was, was positive as well. I thought, well, I better just check. I don't know why. I just felt like, yeah, maybe... I know. I, I literally test. said to you at the time, like, why are you even doing a test? What is this? Do you feel rough? Yeah. And then five minutes later, you're outside my room telling me that the tea, the tea has got a line through it. So exactly. Uh, exactly. So it was yeah. um Yeah. What can I exactly. say? I'm positive. Yeah. My week has been pretty, pretty crappy, but I mean, Blues hasn't made it any easier, has it? Even to oh, be honest, no, which we're going to get all. into. But it uh, hasn't at all. Yeah, no. it's another thing. Let's just skip over the week. The week's been pretty bloody boring. So on to yeah. on to the next on to the yeah. next point. I yeah. mean, it is crazy. Just on that point, like I mean, it is mad to see how much COVID is spreading. I mean, we've said it mm. all the time. Everyone always says it. You know, like months ago, everyone's like, it's everywhere. No, it literally is everywhere now. I mean, look how many games have been cancelled in the Prem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look, even even my Sunday league match this week was postponed because of COVID. Mm. So yeah. yeah, it is truly everywhere at the moment. 
I mean, it's a surprise that Blues game went ahead, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. But, yeah, I mean, probably could have done with it not being on, to be honest. Mm. Which we yeah, will touch on so. in detail. In detail. But before that, let's get the socials out of the way. So, as always, please check us out on our socials, stay up to date with what we're doing. You can check us out on Instagram at the Tilton 2. Yep. And on our Twitter and Facebook at the Tilton 2. Perfect. YouTube. <laughs> Watch this space. Oh, yeah. Pending <laughs> in 2022. 20, yeah. There's big things. I feel like this is now a running joke, but no. Yeah, exactly that. Well, let's, let's not jinx it. Well, maybe we should jinx it. If we say it enough, YouTube will happen, just like COVID. Yeah, we yeah, said it enough exactly. and I got it. It's yeah. a manifestation. Exactly. Put it out into the universe. So, yeah. yeah, watch this space, as you said. But definite big things happening in 2022. Exciting things. For so sure. Stay for sure. tuned. Stay tuned. Okay. Enough of that. Let's get into the game. Yeah. Or I thought there's a lot, to, uh, a lot to there dissect is. here. There is. There is a lot. And there's actually a fair bit of news as well, I feel like, this week. Mm, mm. So, enough to fill our boots. Um, nice. Yeah. Let's start them. Blackburn, yeah. Blackburn away. Start with the, uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, we all know going into the game, it was tough. I mean, Blackburn are flying at the moment, you mentioned last week. Yeah, They're what, sitting up fourth going into the game. Yeah. And then, obviously, you saw our lineup, Which was, there were some surprises there, definite, definitely mm. some surprises. Mm. So let's go through the lineup then first. So in goal, we had Sarkic. Yep. Back three, Sanderson, Roberts, friend. Wing backs, right was Graham, left was Peds. We then had the midfield, Sunjic, James, McGree. And then up top, we had Deeney, and we had a first start for Chucks, Chucks and EK. Chucky boy. Exactly, exactly. So again, if you were watching and staying tuned to our social media and Instagram, we posted on our story, trying to get the feels out how everyone felt about um, Chuck's getting his first start and it was definitely in a mixed bag wasn't it yeah it was yeah yeah I mean some people it was it was kind of an obvious reaction in a way in terms of obviously some people saying you know the chances missed I mean we've seen in the last what two games he's dragged mm. opportunities wide but also the fact that what he's had really is that his opportunities in the team have come from what the last 20 minutes of each game and obviously giving him that chance to to start a full 90. Yeah. Which does give a different picture, obviously, of a player. So definitely. They were twofold, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, personally, I don't know what your stance, but my stance is I was quite happy to see him. I know. Yeah. You know, there's there's no there's no doubt about it. You can't get away. The Cardiff game, his first touch, he had a chance on goal and kind of messed yeah. it up. And the, the game before that against Millwall, we saw him skew a goal right in front of us, through yeah. uh, skew a shot, which should have been a goal. Mm. So, you know, his last two games, he's missed two big chances. And, you know, but I've always thought as a player there, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it's hard enough coming off the bench, isn't it? So I thought, yeah, give him some minutes in a tank. Give him 90 minutes to really prove himself or just start a game, get up to the pace from the get-go. Mm. And we'll really see. And if anything, I kind of felt nervous for him, to be honest. I was thinking, yeah. I know how yeah. much is riding on this game for him. Yeah. I find it interesting as well that it was 
Deeney and Anike. I just find that, uh, I wouldn't say a weird matchup, but just I just wanted to see how they would play with each other. I mean, I think Hogan plays well with Deeney just because Deeney's been a bit of a, a facilitator, hasn't he, recently? Yeah, uh, yeah. And I just wanted to see does does an EK poach or, or what is his mm-hmm. kind of play style? So yeah, yeah, I was a bit skeptical going in on that, but yeah, yeah, definitely good to see him starting. I think. Yeah, me too. And I'm kind of interested because I didn't really or I haven't had any inkling or heard anything. So if anyone has, you know, please let us know. But what was the what was the thought process behind benching um, Hogan? Yeah. Uh yeah. or or not going with Dukes. You know, yeah. I because again, we were there at the Cardiff game, we were there at Millwall the game before that. Hogan played well. I don't see yeah, the reason did. why you'd have benched him. Um, yeah. other than Blackburn being, you know, quite a physical side, I guess. Uh, but then I still probably I probably would have gone with Djukovic. I know that's kind of yeah. There's no runners really up top with Dini and Djukovic if they're starting, but I wouldn't have necessarily gone for Chucks there. So mm-hmm. I'd be very interested to see where Bowie was coming from with that selection. Not that I'm opposed to it. I like to see it. But yeah. It was definitely, yeah. I'd like to know what was going. Yeah, exactly. What was the thought process behind that? The only other things as well, obviously in the lineup, you had Ryan Woods on the bench, which is good to see. And then the big name here, Maxime Collin. Maxime Collin back. I know the French Prince. The French Prince. Again, a good reception on our um socials. Yeah, always that. would be, wouldn't there? Always yeah, would be. What can you what bad can you say about Maxime Collin? Yeah. I, I didn't think to be fair that he would actually get on the pitch. I just thought, you know, it was just kind of getting him back into the lineup, seeing, mm. you know, basically getting him around the team again. But yeah. No, I mean, obviously, as we'll get into, he did get some minutes, which is good. Yeah, definitely. While you're talking about the bench, there was a noticeable absentee. Mm. That was the club captain, Mr. Harley Dean. Ex-captain now. Oh, oh it's stirring the pot, it's big, stirring mate. the pot. It is. So, <laughs> anyone... I know we said we were going to go into the game, but this is a perfect segue. Let's talk about this first. <laughs> So big news is after the game and the press conference, Bowie has come out and said that Harley Dean um, is free to leave in January. Yeah, big news. And again, I posted just a, a little teaser on the uh, on the uh, on the old Instagram and the yeah, game. an old Instagator. It was, is what you but people bit. People had their yeah. opinions, yeah. and I've got to say. The vast majority were on the lines of putting it brutally honest. Is good, quite yeah, happy, yeah. if anything. Yeah. I don't think I'm in the same boat as that, but or as clean cut as like, yeah, happy to see him mm. go. But it's definitely interesting. Open the yeah, floor, Faisal. Take us away. What, what are your opinions I mean, on this one? It's it's a weird one because I know. Look, coming into this season. I was singing his praises. I think most Blue Noses were after the end of last season. You know, he, he looked like a changed player, didn't he, under Boya? Definitely. So I was thinking, you know, we're looking strong in the back. We've got Roberts firing. We've got, obviously, Dean, who looks solid. He brought in Dion Sanderson, players like that. And then, obviously, we saw that pretty much since Deeney came along, we saw, like, a different, a different player in a way. 
I think that's yeah. what a lot of blue noses thought. And then, yeah, it's the main thing for me is look, I I also am under the impression that he has underperformed recently. I know he drops his head, and I can imagine that you know, yeah, that there are some toxic moments in the changing room, but I just feel like. It's it's a tough one when we're in the position we're in where we don't have much financial backing. We haven't got much depth, especially with the injuries we've got. And then you want to get rid of what used to be as early as this season, our starting centre-back and captain. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. I'm on the same page as that completely. Like you said, squad is at its bare bones. We know mm. that injuries can come and literally just throw the hard work that we put in yeah. literally out the window look at the back three mm. Robert's friend Sanderson Dean's on the bench Sanderson yeah. isn't even our player nope Robbo and friend especially friend friend's getting on within his footballing career he could have injuries anything any of them could have injuries just you know on that point yeah Harley Dean's going to jump in we've got no other depth the depth we've got are, you know, some of the academy lads and you Mitch know, they, Roberts, Mitch Roberts, you know, Marcelo. Well, Marcelo is more yeah. of a wing, wing, uh, wing, wing back, back exactly, right? Yeah. Nico Gordon might come in. I don't know, but what I'm saying mm. is, is there's not the depth, and some of these academy yeah, players, not the experience either. Some of these academy lads, you know, this is their first taste of Championship football, and we're a team that, you know, we haven't got the luxury of being able to try things out I don't think when it comes to you know players that just aren't up to it yet some of those yeah. academy lads they probably need to go out on loan and get up to this pace of you know real first team football before they come into the championship it's a ridiculously high level not saying that they can't do it but from what we've seen you know it does there's no doubt about it it leaves us exposed it's a huge yeah. hole so you know we need more depth, if anything. We, I don't, I, in my personal opinion, I don't think we can afford to lose Harley Dean. I think we need to add uh, that, yeah. you know, centre back. We need to add in all mm. real aspects of the, of the of the pitch, really. We need defenders, we need midfielders, and we, you know, strikers have recovered, really. We've got four senior attackers, so that's fine. Yeah. But midfielders, we need to fill in. We need that camp position desperately now. And then we need, yeah. you know, defenders, even wing backs, we need, really. We could do with. Yeah. So we do. It's, you know, that's that's where I'm coming from. And like you said, Bowie's come out and said the landscape now is different to what was promised to him when he joined, meaning he was probably promised not a huge purse, but probably more than what his reality is. Yeah. We're really sitting not going to have any money and all that money needs to really go on a cam because we're losing yeah. Riley McGree. Again, this is another point, another little story to uh, this week was... Yeah, the conversation isn't even to be had about extending McGree's stay, yeah, whether that gone. be alone or whether it be in permanent. He's a hundred percent gone January first, and I mean, with COVID now, that last game against Blackburn might be the last we've seen of Riley McGree in a Blues top because Fulham, that might not go ahead. I mean, everything's pointing to it not going ahead, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where where do we where do we get? You know, we lose we lose Harley Dean. I don't think we're going to get masses of money for him at all, being completely honest. Teams know we're going to be wanting to offload him anyway, so he's going to be at a cheaper price. Not that we'd get much for him anyway, I don't think. But, yeah, for me, that's where I come from. That's where I'm standing. You know, that's where my point is. But 
people say there's that toxic vibe in the change room. I don't know. Some people, rumours are that, you know, Harley Dean might be, you know, playing his part in that. Again, there's no concrete evidence, but that's just rumours that I'm hearing and seeing online. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's just a tricky one. It is. I mean, the main thing, literally the main thing that makes it tough is I don't go against yet underperforming and everything like that. It literally is just, we are bare bones. We we don't even have, you know, our own senior players, really. When you look at Sanderson, who's starting each game yeah, in that position. It's just um, George Friend and, uh, and Roberts. Robert, yeah. I mean, really. it's good that Roberts has signed, obviously, an extension, but... Yeah, it's oh, amazing. Um, he has. We just need, he needs support, doesn't he? He needs some top yeah. defenders around him. And, you know, yeah. to be fair, and is that going to happen in January? Like we've already no, said, it's not. And especially really, it's team, not. We're going to go into January realistically, looking at around what seventeenth in the league. It, you know, it makes it even less appealing. Fair enough, if we were sitting mid-table, maybe we'd have more backing. But yeah, it's just uh, it's not setting up well. No, and it's also way. it's also that how fickle football can be as well you know yeah this is the this is the, the club captain who yeah he's had his ups and downs 100 but when Boya came in he was a transformed player last season those last 10 games he was different source you know he was literally yeah. i was so behind him i was saying this yeah. is this is the captain you know he's proved himself Solid again defensively and got us important goals as well exactly exactly huge goals and then you know the infamous shrugs all of that we loved it everyone loved it and then he's kind of you know his form's kind of slipped off and now everyone wants the back of him you know it is a little bit it's just the nature of football isn't it but yeah, yeah. for me we lose him if he's bringing a toxic vibe in a dressing room then that's a different aspect right yeah. And fair enough. But when you look at it on just the footballing terms and the way the squad is built on paper, forget any toxic background, whatever. Yeah, I don't think it's the right move to be losing a senior defender. Because mm. I don't, yeah. do we get a light for light replacement? Do we get a better replacement? I did, we get a better replacement, but it's not going to happen in January. No. No, yeah. and then you're banking on the three that we've got right now not getting injured for the rest of the not season, getting injured. or getting any suspensions. Yeah, anything yeah. could happen. Yep. So not good. Yeah, but either way, I think it's safe to say Holly Dean's going in January. Let's yeah. see what happens. We need yeah. another I defender mean... or a couple of defenders, and we desperately, desperately need at least one attacking midfielder absolutely yeah. desperately if not we need two because once McGree goes we've got no cams and one thing I've learned yeah. Gary Garner ain't no cam no it's not we're, we're banking on Chong getting back and we already know there's not really a uh, imminent date at the moment is there so... no no apparently he's ahead of schedule which is great but that still could be months off yeah. so yeah. get better soon Chongo Get better soon. Okay. Let's get into the game then. Oh. I know. I oh, tested negative I today. I won't say it. I know. Because, we don't want to treat anything. We've seen how that goes when I did say something. Yeah. <laughs> we've played this before. This game oh, of chess. This chess. It's not fun. It is not fun. Anyway. On to the game. On to the important thing. So. Where do we start? We've gone through the lineup. Interested mm. with Chucks. No Harley Dean. Colin coming back into the fold. Interesting. 
all eyes. I was looking forward. I was glued, glued to Sky Sports News, listening in on social media. And what happens? We go down. Yeah. What, six minutes into the game? Six and we're down. Minutes. We had, um, yeah, obviously we had our DMs, you know, kind of going Rocky. off during the game. Yeah. And, and yeah, it was just funny, wasn't it? We're watching Sky Sports News and everything. And then all of a sudden, literally every every uh, Blue Nose that was messaging, as if in unison, just goes, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, already down or something to that effect. As if, uh, I mean, it was, wasn't it? It was kind of to be expected. It's just what we feared. Well, yeah. I mean, we both got our match predictions wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, yeah. Oh, it was just, yeah, six minutes, they get a goal. Yeah. Sarkic. Yeah. Just parried it, didn't it? Was it from a cross, yeah. was it? A cross coming or was it a corner? I can't remember. No, it was a, it was a cross. I think the second goal was a corner. No, the second it? goal was ball through. Oh, yeah, that was it. But yeah, so it. ball yeah, comes in away. from across, low on the floor. Yeah. Dark itch, gets a hand to it. Yeah. But just parries it out into the, you know, into the kind path. of six year, not even six yeah, year, but just you know, outside sort of the area. Yeah. And it's an absolute easy tap in, really, for, yeah, yeah. for the Blackburn player. And I mean, that kind of, you think, oh, you know, you want Sarkic to kind of claim that, right? Mm. It could have been a bit harsh. You just think we'll let him off. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the theme of the game was, it's just Sarkic's first game. Probably had a bit of yeah. a stinker. Yeah, he definitely did. I mean, you look at the highlights, it was just, yeah, things could have been better. Obviously, we'll get into the next two goals, but things definitely could have gone better. And especially the season that he's been having, mm. you know, just last week, I'm thinking he's probably been our best player of the season, our most consistent player. Our goalie Sarkic and uh, oh, this, definitely uh, our best player. Yeah, this game he, uh, yeah, I mean he had an absolute stinker in my opinion. Yeah, I mean you mentioned obviously usually he's good, a strong suit of his, I'd say, especially when compared to Everidge's claiming the ball, yeah, having that confidence to get rid of the ball or you know sort of rein it in in the box. But yeah, he sort of dived at me. It's come off again, easy tapping, a little mistake. But you know at that point. It's 1-0 down at the start of the game. But the rest of the half, you know, I mean, they could have they could have scored. There was another opportunity, wasn't there, where uh, I think Roberts got his leg in just and it went mm. over the over the goal. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, it was, yeah, from what I saw in the highlights, it was a lot of uh, the old Blues defenders getting it up the pitch, head tennis. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, we were just all over. Well, it was. They yeah. were all over us, right? They were mm. completely over us. They swarmed us. We couldn't do. We couldn't get. We just couldn't unlock their defense whatsoever. No, no. You know, we had the. Uh, go, go on. Sorry, I was going to say we had the. Uh, we had Chucks and Ek. Luckily, I mean that goal. Uh, that goal. That that opportunity. Again, it was kind of from nothing, but there was a little nice player there. I think. I think it was Pedersen heads it into uh, McGree. He mm. gets a little touchdown of it to Chuck. So then, yeah. to be fair to him, which is what you want to see, Chucks has looked up straight away, seeing that far corner. I know. I would never expect him to take the shot, but he did. No, no. And I mean, yeah, it was it was a good shot. There's no denying it. Yeah. I mean, it's unlucky that it hasn't gone down a couple couple more inches because that's a goal every day of the week. 
Yeah, you know, and they keep just the watching keeper. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was the best opportunity. We had, a, we had another opportunity at the half, which was Jordan Graham, if you remember. Jordan Graham on the wing. He's managed to get a ball in. I thought Deanie's little knock-on was very nice to the back post. Hmm. Um, but again, Chutz couldn't get there. That's what, you know, looking at that That's highlight. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I mean, this is that a problem as well, isn't it? it? Go on. I'll, I'll just, I'll just think like potentially if Hogan was on the pitch, I feel like you know that's that's a prime goal where Hogan poaches that. It was just Man, a bit off point. the mark with an EK. Yeah, it's a great point. That's another problem with Blues in general. There's not enough gambling. No, there not isn't. At all. There's how many times do we not see balls going into the box and at the back post, no one's there. You know, yeah. it is a problem. Yeah, I saw it as well. You know, obviously, it's harder for us to judge just because we're watching the highlights and obviously see what we can on Sky Sports News and stuff. Yeah. But one thing that stood out to me in the highlights, especially in the second half, but you know, you saw it a few moments in the first half is let's say, you know, if Graham got the ball in, there's a mm. couple of times where, where they've cleared the ball and it's just, you know, these players, our players should not stop chasing that ball. Like, yeah. if Jordan Graham, if you get a ball in the box, if they head it away, you need to be already on the move back, oh, yeah. preempting that header and trying to get the ball back. Yeah. You know, I don't want to flash forward, but, you know, in the second half, we could talk about it more. There was definitely chances where I just thought, well, why have you stopped running there? Yeah, you've mm. got the ball in, but you could have, you know, already been in that position to get the ball back. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it was just, yeah, no gambling, exactly that. No gambling yeah. on where the ball's going to be. And it harks back, really, to. That Millwall game as well. Obviously, we were there and we said that the performance looked lack- lacklustre. And again, yeah. from what we saw, what we saw online and what everyone, all the fa- well, the fans we've been speaking to online and stuff, all say the same. You know, it was a very lacklustre performance. Yeah, yeah. You know, before yeah. even Harley Dean, well, the mention of Harley Dean leaving, which then fueled kind of the more rumours of a toxic, you know, environment yeah. in that changing room. You know, how many people said to us in the DMs, you know, it looks like there's, you know, they, they look like the heads are down. Yeah. Maybe there's some heads problems down, yeah. in the dressing room. You know, the, yeah. the vibe around the place is gone. And Cardiff yeah. was different. That first half, we were fantastic. But if we yeah, go we back were, to yeah. the Millwall game, right, how many times were we saying it to each other? It's just a vibe around the place. Yeah, you know? yeah. It even trickled back sure. into the, again, I don't know what the, you know, I'm sure, yeah, and number-wise, our support's always fantastic away from home. But like we said at Millwall, you could just feel like the team, the players had their heads down and that kind of reflected onto the fans. And, yeah. you know, we weren't all as, you know, yeah. loud as Took we normally the gas out. Yeah. It did out of the whole place, which is, you know, yeah. it's it's weird, but it, it, that, that was definitely there. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the messages we were getting from the first half, obviously, mm. um, yeah, everyone was saying the same, which was we just looked awful. I mean, people were saying that this was the worst performance we've had all season. It's up there, you know. Up there, I think Peterborough, With Peterborough Millwall, yeah. this. Yeah. Not yeah. good at all. No. Not good at all. I mean, I think, again, from what I've seen, second half was slightly better, even though mm. we got we conceded three more goals in the second yeah, half. Yeah, I mean, that first goal, obviously, let's oh, get into it. I mean, God, how poor. Like you, like you mentioned. Like, how poor. Yeah, like you mentioned. I mean, 
a decent ball through, I guess. You know, that it's ball kind of should slotted. never be getting it through. No, it should. It was a good ball, but it's gone. I don't even know how many yards the players like yeah. past his halfway line played the ball through, gone straight to their attacking player. Yeah, and he's yeah. just coming. And then Sarkic is, um, you know, without for lack of a oh. better term, he's he's messed up again. Basically, he's yeah. tried to like get rid of the ball, but obviously it's just gone around him. And it's basically an open tapping, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just, yeah. I mean, even even before it gets to Sarkic, that ball shouldn't be getting through. No, it, it should not uh, be happening. And should not be happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair enough for Sarkic. He's obviously seen it a bit late. Tried to get to it, got beaten to it, obviously. But it's just, again, I don't know. I don't know. When I'm watching highlights, obviously, I'm not in the moment of the game. But you just want again some gambling earlier just to just to get rid of that ball it should never be in the position where it's going around the keeper and you've got an open goal just to pass it into yeah i agree yeah 100% 100% but yeah and that's what yeah, straight that after point, the half pretty much yeah i think that's 50 second yeah 50 yeah, second minute 50 second minute and at that point you know you're thinking we went in half time we know we've been soaking up all the pressure mm, mm. at that point it's like you know maybe a bit premature but I was thinking already yeah game over and then the nail yeah, in the yeah, coffin absolutely. nail in the coffin comes at 60 minutes with a penalty and who gives that yeah, penalty away I know Sarkic. exactly Sarkic. and it was <sighs> absolutely like he got you know, hit by a car Berrett yeah did. yeah I mean it was written on the wall wasn't it it was a very obvious penalty um, it was you can't argue with it yeah Sarkic basically just took him out um, completely Completely, yeah. Literally, Brereton's top half kept going. His legs stayed in the same place. You know, know. Absolutely know. violent it was. I know it was. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean, again, this is the player who I think that penalty was his 18th goal of the season. Yeah, and then obviously he goes on to get another one as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So 100, percent and it was a great penalty. Slots it away. That really yeah. is game over. Mm. And then Brereton, as if it wasn't enough, 79th minute. With, let's be honest again it's luck it, it bounced off Sarkic didn't it yeah yeah and then it's just literally in front of the goal he just has to tap it in with his head yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and that was it you know it's frustrating yeah, because I mean... we ended the game with 54% possession so again you look mm. at the stats you're thinking whoa and some some fans have come out and said you know we did play the ball you know well at times but mm. it's few and far between, isn't it? Definitely. We never Definitely. had anything that really strung any kind of real play together for long periods of time. You know, Boya came out and said, you know, uh, Jordan James was our best player. And mm. credit to the lad, I do really like him. And I think he's a tidy player. But it's true. Even Boya said it. You know, he's a 17-year-old lad and he's our best yeah. player. What does that yeah. say? Yeah, you know, a bit harsh. And I mean, he's um, true, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he had an opportunity at the end of the game as he well. Did, yeah, Juki, yeah, to yeah. be fair, got a good crossing, right? Back post, and he just um, hit the post. In, I yeah. think it hit the post. I can't remember if it did, but yeah, I mean, it, it, to be honest, it should. Yeah. It should um, on another day have been a goal. Really, let's be honest. I mean, he's pretty yeah. open on the back post there. It was in a yeah. great area as well, but yeah. Yeah, again, he's young, isn't he? He's young. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't blame him too much. I, I mean, know. another point is... Go on. What were you going to say? 
No, I was just going to talk about the positives. One of the positive, you know, the very few positives really about us getting our asses handed to us was obviously <laughs> Colin. Colin yeah. getting some, you know, valuable minutes. And obviously, Definitely. just, yeah, I'm just so glad to see him back because I know and I rate him so, so highly. Um, so, yeah, negative points. I don't know what you were going to say, Faze. I think this is it. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, the negatives that we saw both Roberts and Jordan Graham. Yeah coming off with tight hamstrings mm. and Bose come out and said, um, you know, it was precautionary, but they are going to have to have a look at it to see if there is anything more serious to them. And considering that that's kind of what Jordan Graham was injured with before, hopefully Roberts is nothing. Yeah. But, you know, it, again, goes back to our point of we lose Harley Dean. Imagine if Roberts is injured now or, you know, yeah. it's an underlying I mean... problem with his hamstring and it's a vulnerability, you know. I just do? don't know how, um, you know, how this is happening so much. I mean, it has to be mm. sort of a training thing, surely. I mean, how no. are we getting this many injuries popping up? It is yeah. absolutely crazy. Like, yeah. we, you know, we can't even afford for Roberts to have a week off at this rate because no. how deep do we screwed. have to go? Yeah. 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 We lose you him. Know, if we screwed. have a week where we lose two centre backs, we're absolutely screwed. I mean, we literally will have to play, what, Mitch Roberts and then, like you said, what, Nico Gordon or Oakley out of position? I don't know. I don't know. Who yeah, I don't know who would fill point. in. Yeah, I have no idea. Imagine we got Bella at centre-back. <laughs> I know, yeah, and he absolutely kills it. <laughs> We've never uh, seen a centre-back. It's so good. But um, yeah, I've seen him at wing-back, so... <laughs> I know, yeah, I'm going to take my bets on that and say that it yeah. won't be a good performance. Yeah, it won't be a pretty sight, I don't think, but... Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, in the second half, for one thing I'll say, obviously, like I mentioned before, there were a couple of times that I remember there was one time where, again, Colin, to be fair to him, especially his first game back, looked decent from what I could see. I mean, we, could, we couldn't see the full game. You know, we just saw some highlights. But there were just little things. Like I saw Colin put a ball in, I think, to Juki. Mm. He's uh, sort of passed it along the ground. And it's just, in my eyes, in, in an opportunity like that, when we were talking about gambling and stuff, the opportunity wasn't dead after it, but it got cleared. And I feel like Colin, you can see him, he like sort of gets the ball and he like puts his hands towards his head after it's kind of mm. come to nothing. But it's just, you know, those five seconds where he's sort of gutted that the pass hasn't got through. He's not chasing the ball back. And then he's sort of jogging back after it. It's like, that's Mom, frustrating man. for me to see when we're, you know, two, three nil down already. Yeah, we need to be preempting now. Okay, you know, you look at Premier League football. If you look at even good Championship sides, they're constantly on the move. Yeah, yeah you look, look at Blackburn, Blackburn. You know, run us all over. You're not. You're not. You get that passing. You're already looking to you know follow it up basically. Yeah. Whereas you know a lot of our players, obviously, it is different when you are already losing quite heavily. But it doesn't matter. We should be gambling. We should be taking these chances. We should be risking it to preempt where the ball's going to be if we're going to get anything from this season yeah, you know we can, you can't so. get results without pushing that extra mile and giving in the effort oh and that's what I said before the game on last week's podcast I said you know it was the first game if my predictions were right all season that would have been our first loss all season that's how mm. you know that was the first game I predicted or said that we'd lose yeah and oh, I forgot what I was going to say. It must be the That's COVID. COVID, mate. That's COVID. <laughs> That's COVID. 
Blame that on the old COVID. Yeah. Yeah, forget me. Forget me. I, know, I had a point. I, know, yeah. I had a point. It would come back to me. Yeah, yeah. But if it doesn't. No, no, no. I've back. got it. I've got it. I've got it. Okay, here we go. What I was saying is the most disappointing thing for me and all I wanted from this game, because again, I thought we were going to lose it, to be honest. But it was, let's put in a good performance. We'd just come off the 2-2 against Cardiff. We had a good first half. Second half, we looked good as well, but obviously we threw it away. We couldn't hold on to the lead. Yeah. We needed to build. I mean, heads down after that, it was disappointing. It felt like a loss, but you need to build on that first half performance, right? We were clinical, yeah. on the break, exciting. And we just didn't. I knew it was no. going to be a tough game. I did think we were going to lose, but that doesn't mean you don't give it your all. And like you said, gambling, you know, making sure you're tracking back. Never, you lose the ball, you go back and win it. Yeah, you know, yeah, man, I'm telling you as well, these bloody kits, yeah, are bad omens. That away kit, never, we never want to play in the yellow because we never win, ever. I don't think we've won all season and pre-season in that kit. And this, this one, we played two games, we drew against Kov, and then we lost mm. this one. Honestly. Yeah, I will say though, it does look nice on. I, I will really? say that. Yeah, yeah I, I think it looks so. alright, but I think it definitely is. Uh, it splits. I heard on Sky Sports News was he? What's his name? Jeff. He uh, he Jeff. don't like it. Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't he like, don't it, like does it. No, he said it's horrible. We literally said oh, it on, on air. Hard. So yeah, whatever. No, mate. yeah, yeah. What does he know? Anyway, exactly. <laughs> even watch football. I know. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, it is very frustrating. And then, again, we look at it, look at it moving forward. You know, our next game is Fulham, if it goes ahead. What's that? That's another massacre. Yeah. That could well be another absolute romping that Blues yeah. get. And it just comes down to, you know, oh, worryingly, is the tide does seem to start changing as well with the fan base or fellow Blues fans, shall I say, against Bowyer now. I'm mm. not on that bandwagon. I still want to see Bowyer at the helm. And I yeah, I want, to see, I want to see him succeed. 100%. And I still think, you know, he is the man for the job. But a lot of Blues fans are in the DMs saying, you know, this is it. We need him out. Yeah. Time, to, yeah. time to move on. It ain't working. You know, and... While I don't agree with their opinion, I can at least see where that seed is being sown. Do you know what I mean? Like where they're coming from. Again, I don't agree with it. That's my opinion. But I can see, you know, the results are stacking up against Bowie and there is no doubt about it. If they keep going in the wrong direction, you know, there is going to be more and more fans against him. And it just makes it all harder. The biggest thing as well is that formation you know we're going back to the thing that we disliked about Karanka all this stuff where it's just you're being stubborn and I think that's what a lot of fans are looking at where where everyone can see the writing on the wall especially with the fact that we've had so many injuries change the formation or at least have a different way of playing the formation or have a plan b or something whereas every game no matter what without fail there's nothing different about it yeah we might have a few different players that fit in different slots but other than that it's the same tactic every game and it's not working you know we're getting battered we're not we don't just lose games we're getting battered and we look out of games 
and we can't hold on to leads and we're yeah. giving up wins, we're giving up points. You know, so that I can completely understand the frustration. But the thing is, after years of, you know, having own poor ownership, having managers that come in and having, you know, leaving a sour taste in the mouth, oh yeah, genuinely, <clears throat> he doesn't have a vested interest, but he has some love for the club. I want him to succeed based on what we've already seen, but just because of the fact that is there anyone out there that genuinely cares about Blues in any way? Is, is there going to be a manager? touch Blues as well? If Bowie does exactly. get a sack exactly. or Bowie does leave, who's going to touch yeah, the club exactly. with a Who 10 wants barge to? pole? I wouldn't. Yeah, we're, we're looking like a curse, basically. You know, we're looking Literally, like a curse. Yeah. Unless I was a Blues fan, I wouldn't touch Birmingham City. I'd be looking at Birmingham City like that's a sinking ship. Yeah, yeah. You that's know, another... Him, yeah. I mean, and it's just at this frustrating, point. isn't it? We're going back to, you know, we thought we'd steadied the ship. Yeah. I was talking about us winning Champions League, getting that quote yeah. for the promotion Super bus, cup. and how quick the wheels fall off. But we've been here before. Yeah. We're here every single season. No, we can, oh, yeah. I was going to literally, I was going to say, it's like another season where we're 17th. Yeah. It's just, yeah. this is another great run. This is, you know, uh, and it will. They got, I'm sure, you know, I hope the great run of 2022 doesn't ever happen. But I can feel yeah. it coming. It could happen in yeah, the I first think, couple of weeks. I think it's coming in the first week of Jan, mate. I know. I know. Yeah, I, know. It's right. yeah, I want to be moaning about being in isolation, not about the blues. The blues should be yeah. my 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 pick me up, you know. Yeah, they just escape. Exactly. But yeah, it was a really yeah, it's it's frustrating because you know, you just look at the last three games. We were there at Millwall, absolutely god awful. Cardiff were there. Good performance, but we lost a 2-0 two, two lead to, to yeah. draw against a team we should be absolutely hammering. And we yeah. said it on last week's podcast. If they were they had more quality, they'd have put us away. Uh and then and then this game now, you know, and then we've got we'd go away again to Fulham. And if that game goes ahead, which I hope it does, we've got tickets, that's gonna be brutal. Because yeah, Blackburn yeah. are good. Don't get me wrong, Blackburn are good. They look good as well, and they are flying. But Fulham are different gravy. Yeah, Fulham are lethal. Absolutely yeah, lethal. They will absolutely rip you a new one. And we saw that when they played us. We yeah. see it week in, week out, to be fair. Even the yeah. games that, you know, they're always in it. Mm. So, mm. Ugh, it's just, yeah, head in my hands at the minute. You know, it is. And if we go into January, like I said, no money, holes to fill, big holes to fill. You know, again, from being a positive spin on things, it's now looking doom and gloom a little bit on my side, you know. it's mm. That's the worst thing, you know, going into the Christmas break and into the new year and then into January, you know. Yeah, and, and if it is the case as well, just thinking about January, like, now, Bo, you said previously, it's one in, one out. Bloody hell. What, we're not going to be, be with any numbers in? We're not building any depth. We're just going to stay yep. bare bones as it is, just trade and, player for player, you know? And realistically, what what quality are we going to bring in? You know, we're no. probably we're not going to get probably like for like even. No, you're you know? not. You're not. You're not. You're definitely not. And if you are going to get like for like, they're going to have a bigger price. Remember, COVID. Yep. And COVID's coming back even harder. And a lot of teams, look at this week, there wasn't many, you know, how many teams, games got postponed in the Football League, in the Premier League. And look at the teams that did play. They were bare bones. 
and they're all putting in requests to postpone the games. So mm. that's going to happen next week. It's going to happen a week after, potentially. I think there's a fire yeah. break meeting tomorrow happening, Monday. We're recording this on a Sunday. So Monday, that is going to either, you know, say games can go ahead or it's going to stop. And I've put my money on games. There's going to be a break. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm sounding really down now, but I know you are. I know. Again, I'm gonna put this down to uh, COVID as well. No, there's no point putting this down to COVID. <laughs> this is down to Birmingham City, mate. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it is it is a bit doom and gloom at the minute. But yeah, I mean, we we're along for the ride. Joys and that's sorrows. The, uh, There'll be joys and yeah. sorrows, and we that's the uh, we know the our ride of a Birmingham City fan. It is. It's part and parcel of being it. It's the roller coaster, mate. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but we love it. We love it. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we stand do, behind yeah. the team. In Bowyer, we trust, personally, anyway. I don't know about you, Faze. Yeah, I mean, I still do. Like I said, I want him to be the man for the job. But I do also echo the frustrations of a lot of fans, which is, uh-huh. don't be so stubborn with it. Especially with these injuries, I just don't know why and, we yeah, don't the formation, look at a 4-4-2. Yeah. Know, or, a, know. you know. He changes the players, like I said, with Chuck's going in there. It's a bit of a, you know... Yeah. Ooh, what's this? You know, he is changing it. But then you look a little bit deeper or you give it 30 seconds to sink in and you realise, well, we're still playing, you know, with wing backs, three at the back. Mm. It's a system that is not working, you know. Yeah. I mean, and it is, it's worryingly, it's going back to what we said about Karanka, that Karanka had a yeah. system in his head. Yeah. And, and he wasn't looking at the players. He was just making yeah. them fit in his system. Square pigs in round holes. Exactly. Whereas Bowie came in and we saw the first game against Reading, he played a 4-4-2 and we won 2-0. And it worked. Yeah. Because again, I mean, I think it's as well. he was playing to our strengths. And you got now it's gone out the window. You got, you know, obviously like Jordan James. I'm not saying he's been bad for us, you know, especially as a 17-year-old lad, he's done all right. But you change the formation up, you go to a 4-4-2 or anything. I'm just using mm. 4-4-2 as an example. Mm. You know, a player like that doesn't even have to start. Mm. You know, we've got five in the midfield at the moment. A player like that doesn't have to be in the midfield. You know, we can have Sunjic and McGree playing. You could have, you know, I don't know, Sunjic Garden. You can have more depth there. You can have Sunjic Woods, not that you would really play them to. But the thing is, you can rotate more, especially with the injuries that we've got, are just this formation even more so. I would go back to a 4-4-2. Remember, McGree's gone. I know. Bowie, gone you know, for me, two weeks. I would have got the team getting ready to play without a cam because potentially when when January comes, we might not be able to get the cam we want. And the cam that does come in, let's be real, might not be that great. Because what are the two most valuable positions you'd argue? When I say valuable, I mean like monetary value, really. Every team mm. wants creative players. Defense is really important, obviously. But who are the star men? Who are the showmen? It is. It's your strikers and it's your attacking midfielders, your wingers. Yeah, it's your attacking players. And you think, you know, every team needs a goal scorer and every team needs a cam, really, or a creative player that can unlock, you know, those potential chances. Yeah. And that's why Chong's been unbelievable. You know, he is, and we're so lucky we got him on a, on a you know, on a loan. And again, McGree. McGree, this season has been different gravy. Again, he's, you know, last season, he was mediocre. In my opinion, very, very mediocre. This season's been different. 
He's been mm. absolutely quality. But, you know, 4 4 2, get the team ready for us not having that attacking player probably would be a smart move. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not the head coach of Birmingham City. Exactly. Exactly. You know, Lee Bow is there for a reason. So I have to go with him at a minute. But I do shake my head sometimes and I'm rattling my head thinking, come on, man. Like, you've got to see this. You yeah, are seeing yeah. it. So what's the, and I feel what's, like, the, what's the reason you're so stubborn? Yeah. I feel like, I mean, each result, each passing poor result or each passing poor, poor performance, you know, it, it does go quite quickly where fans will start turning. You know, like if we had another, it. if we had another bad three results, let's say, I, I might be looking different. Where I might be saying, you know, this really is getting bad now. I mean, I'm already, you know, pretty pessimistic about it, but I still want him in charge. You know, you give that a couple more weeks. I don't know. I don't know. I think it could turn very quickly against Boya. I do too. I really do. I do too. I do too. And that's the worrying thing. Because we've got, mm. we've said it before, we've got obviously Craig Gardner at the helm, really, you know, as like technical director now, blue nose, gets a club. We've got Boya as our head coach who knows the club, cares about the club, knows what we're about. You know, is it going to happen again? Who are we going to get in if it doesn't work out? And we cannot mm. keep switching managers. You know, nope. these players, you're going literally each time a new manager comes in it's a new style of play it's a new ethos it's a new way of playing you know it's it doesn't work it doesn't work this much change we need to stay able to ship we've got Boya here I think we all need to pull behind Boya hopefully he changes the formation maybe even January will be a godsend in the way that maybe we don't get the players we want but it forces Boya's hand to change the formation mm. You know, either way, we need to put a positive spin on this. I need a positive spin just for my bloody mental health of blues. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I don't see we're going to have a game next week. If we do, we've got tickets for it. It's Fulham. And seriously, I don't even know what yeah, it is to say not, about Fulham yeah. other than just quality. Yeah, I mean, literally in every position, everything, the way they play football, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a very tough game. But Saying that, score prediction, mate. Score prediction for me is we lose and we lose 3 <laughs> 1. Yeah, it's I hard, mean, for this it's hard one, to go against it, and they beat us 4 1. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. For this and especially one, what we're coming off the back of, mate. I'm, I'm going to actually go against my golden rule, which is always saying Blues are going to win. I'm finally joining the dark side. I mean, it's very hard not to. Uh, I'm going to say a 3-0 loss. Yeah, I mean, it's probably even the worst. I, I can't see off. a scoring, to be honest. I mean, it's I really even harder time to play Fulham, really. Their last three results are draws and draws against lesser teams. Yeah. So, on one aspect, you can think, oh, Blues can get a point. But the way we've been playing, honestly, it'll just be, I know it will be, it's typical Blues. We will be Fulham's spearhead out of their form exactly you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah it'll be mad run again exactly they'll exactly. give us an absolute romping so with a stepping stone yeah to to their you know amazing season they'll their continuation of an amazing season yeah so yeah i mean bloody hell this does sound really negative i've got to build my pick my energy up 
But yeah, I mean, always hopeful, always behind the boys in blue. But yeah, it is. It does get tough sometimes, <laughs> and we're in one of those those spells. But I'm sure all those lads know what's going on, and they're all professionals. They will, you know, come on, Troy, rally the boys, will ya? Get them all firing again. I'm sure they, you know, there's no doubt about it. They all want to put this right. Hopefully, hopefully we see a change. All I want to see if the Fulham game goes ahead is a bloody good performance. Just give the fans something to be proud of and give us something to be like, yeah, okay, we're going in the right direction. That's literally all I ask for from that Fulham game. Solid performance. Give it your all. Yeah. Go from there. Let's do it. That would make me silent. Cheers, mate. I know. No. <laughs> You're down in the dumps as well. Yeah, you've, you've, it's a real knock-on effect again. I've <laughs> drained your energy. Yeah. But as always, like we said, if you got to this far in the episode, again, apologies. It's not our usual format and sound quality, but nonetheless, COVID, no COVID, we are still here with the content. If you like what we're doing, again, episodes go out every Monday. Keep it tuned, keep it locked in, and check us out on our socials. We're going to try and do a lot more in the new year and actually branch out to other social platforms. So, again, stay tuned. Check us out on Instagram at the Tilton 2. Yep. And on our Twitter and Facebook at the Tilton 2. Exactly. And again, always our DMs, everything are always open. We absolutely love it. Best part of the podcast and the main reason we did this podcast is to, you know, build that community and just be one big family. So again, please, anything to say, jump in the DMs. We always like an open debate in there. So yeah, I look forward to hopefully hearing from you. This is our last episode phase before Christmas. Before Crimbo. Exactly, before Crimbo. So... Join me in wishing everyone and all the Blue Nose family a very, very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, to you and your families. And Mm -hmm. I won't say Happy New Year just yet because we will be back next week with another episode. So, again, keep it tuned. Keep it locked in. Episode 38 will be out at the same time next week. Until then, keep Keep right on.